worship, amen. That should be our prayer and our desire every day, amen, to draw nearer and closer and higher in God, Almighty God. Because again, that's some of the greatest things we can do is draw close to God, amen. In this day and age we're living in, time in which we are here in, our, in the history, we need to get close to God, amen. Men and women are further and further away from God as we see, again, and so uh, unchurched, unbelievers, more and more people are next generation growing up not believing in God and amen our prayers is that we will draw back to God amen to draw back to who he is amen praise the Lord everybody we're going to just go right in and get in on it in the Psalms Psalms 92 stuck with our brother uh, aside there he was telling me um, he was telling me say hey, I, I like he said I like the uh, way to uh, service. He said, get right to it. Amen. You got to drag it out for four or five hours. We get right in and get to it. I said, yeah. And so uh, he was uh, uh, just saying that. And so I thought about it. Yeah, we wish we do. Again, uh, so we're thankful to, for the word of God and thankful for, again, time we spend in the Lord. I remember many times people say, oh, how long is your church service? I said, about an hour or so. Amen. And so just even with Jesus himself uh, saying, can you spend not an hour with us? An hour, amen, of your time for the kingdom of God. An hour of your time to get closer to God. All the hours of the week, all the hours of the day. Let's make that our prayer. Still the year is still fairly early, amen. So come on out and say, you know, I'm going to start making some time out. At least once a week here in the house of the Lord. So, again, we uh, make that our prayer today. I want Psalms 92, we'll look at Psalm 92. Psalm 92, 12 through 15. We'll use this morning, this morning. The Bible says the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. And those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat with flourishing. He says to show the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. Yeah, a little bit of that trouble, please. Let's look at this again. We'll read um, verses 12 and 13. The Bible says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree and shall grow like a cedar. There's another type of tree in Lebanon. And those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Amen. I want you to look at uh, that verse and give it a title, those that thought this morning, give it a title this morning about how grows it. Amen. How grows it. A little bit of play on words this morning. Sometimes we say, how goes it? Right? Good English, bad English, how it is. Amen. But how grows it? Is this even working? Maybe, I think they use that sometimes, how grows your garden. You ever heard it before? How grows it or how grows your garden? You think about it, as I was coming in uh, uh, there on the Jackie Robinson and we saw all the trees that aligned the Jackie Robinson Parkway. And you see, uh, again, the trees are, are brown. And this time of year is brown. And a lot of the, all the leaves pretty much are falling. All the leaves are gone away and it seems darkened and, and gray, a dreary time, winter season that it is. But you know about the cycles of winter, spring, summer, and fall. And winter represents oftentimes death. 
oftentimes death and, and really in the season. And so after death, what spring will come around in a couple of more weeks, months, if you please. And so we look at this, how spring brings back new life again. And we celebrate the resurrection even in that time frame and how did Jesus comes back and, and the renewing and the rebirth. And then summer, we enjoy all the life. Life, summer is a representation of life, isn't it? And then autumn is a representation of the latter years of one's life and then falling naturally into death here in winter. But you think about this, I was coming in, so I said it's very dark, some of the trees and most of the trees. But again, you look at this, how the, again, those Lebanon or those palm trees, they stay green year-round. Uh, out there where we was living in Washington State, I was stationed out there in the military and really went to Bible school out there as well. Uh, they called it the evergreen state, the evergreen state, evergreen, all the time, green. Why? Because it's lined with uh, pine trees and evergreen trees and all type of trees. Even I'm sure cedars are all out, out there. Uh, they call it God's country. I was uh, I visited a man one time. He said, oh, you should live in Washington. He said, it's God's country. You look at it, all the mountains and all of the nature. If you're a nature lover, amen, uh, go out there to that part of the country. But it rains too much for me, if you please, amen. But as you think about that, all of that rain is there. All of the rain, all the time does what? It does what? It constantly nourishes, nourishes the, 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 the vegetation that's out there. But you look at it, you look at how that um, uh, we look at this. And so we want to give you a title this day about how grows it. Uh, back in the anniversary service, we talked about the, uh, uh, maturing in God's love, maturing, growing older. We uh, turn 18, amen. The church has turned 18 years old, believe it or not. 18 years old and again, and we, we reflected upon turning 18, their responsibilities, their things that, again, we should be uh, uh, more mature, we expect more from an 18-year-old. How many say that? We expect more from an 18-year-old versus an 8-year-old. We expect more from, again, that individual. Uh, many are, are now, we share with them about how they are now able to enlist. Are they able to make adult decisions? Some are treated as adults. I remember my girls, uh, they went away to school and, and uh, they had to go to the doctor and various things. And they said, uh, Mr. Whitlock, we cannot give you the information because uh, uh, they are now adults. I said, what do you mean? That's still my daughter. What do you mean? <laughs> right? And so you think about this, but they now consider them mature enough to make their own decisions and various things. And so a certain point of maturity, we talked about, uh, again, we use that scripture in Corinthians about when I was a child, I speak as a child, I understood as a child, uh, I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away older uh, childish things. And so as we get older, uh, we should mature again. But we, and, but we want to make sure in our spiritual walk as well, most importantly, that we mature in God. As we just shared with you about uh, Christmas just passing, uh, uh, as soon as the birth of Christ was done, uh, some of the verses jump right to the next verse about as one that sticks out and says, and the child grew <coughs> and waxed strong in the spirit. The child grew and waxed strong in the spirit. He didn't stay a baby, amen. He didn't stay baby Jesus, but the Bible says the child grew. The baby grew. And God, how grows it with us this morning? And so how do we grow? And, do we, and the Bible says he grew and he waxed strong. He waxed strong and, and, and naturally uh, they were astonished at this child because of the words that he spoke, the word that he knew. He knew the, uh, the laws of Moses because he saw it all back then. Again, he saw it all play out. 
Remember talking about his wife and how she uh, don't need to play anymore. But, and no doubt God has shown her so much. Those up in glory are able to see it all. And Jesus saw it all. Amen. Jesus saw everything so he knew it all. Amen. He was there in the beginning. And the Bible tells us and so he grew and they were astonished at his words. Uh, at the age of 12 he uh, began to astonish him by reading the word of God there in the temple and various places in the synagogue. And they were astonished about this. And so we want to focus on how grows it. Do we grow up? We want to grow up. I mean, say that today. She's saying that song about I want to grow up. I saw an article the other day about babies are us slash toys are us. They went out of business. Y'all remember them? Amen. Yeah, they're trying to come back. That's what I saw. And, and so uh, be thankful that they don't have it no more. Uh, again, and so uh, the kids will want to go through it. And when you go through it, it's an experience in itself. You can just go through the house and just have fun in the house and play with the toys and various things. But the thing said, I don't want to grow up. That was a thing. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Y'all remember the commercial? I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. But again, it comes to a place where we have to grow up. But uh, And our growth. And so I'm going to ask this question about how grows it. Are we growing up? Or are we growing down? Are we growing bitter? Are we growing worse? Are we growing cold? Brothers and sisters, today, we have to catch ourselves and say, God, help me not grow cold. Amen. Help me not grow bitter, but let me grow better. Amen. Help me not grow worse, but grow in you today. Not grow angry. Let me say that today. How grows it? God, help me not grow angry, but let me grow stronger in you. Stronger in thee, stronger growing to God and growing back. I'll focus on some of these real quickly. I was saying about growing back. Growing back. I was reminded of a story about Samson. Y'all know Samson. Samson was a mighty man. A mighty strong man. The Bible says he was there in the book of Judges. He was appointed judge. And, and, but when they, even though he was strong on the outside and, and really had great physical features uh, and very great strict physical strength, that's how my time I see a, a depiction of him is always showing him muscular and strong and he could do great things. Uh, one of the original superheroes, amen. Uh, and really supernatural power from Almighty God, Samson, this man was. But the Bible says that he had one weakness, and that was women women. Preacher, the woman. That's what uh, 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 Adam said. The woman you gave me, God, in the garden. He blamed it on the woman, didn't he? <laughs> that woman, she got me in trouble. But you think about this. But Delilah, the Bible says, the other main character in that story of Samson. He had straight, great strength by giving my God. Great feats were accomplished by him. Defeated the Philistines, one of God's arch enemies even to this day. Uh, we see this and Delilah was used by the enemy to destroy Samson. Delilah, this woman, and, and you go back and read the story. If you know the story, uh, uh, she would always ask. Uh, he would defeat the Philistines, and she would say, where, they wanted to know where his strength came from so they could know how to beat him. What was his kryptonite? What was his downfall that would destroy him? And, and, and his, his, his downfall was if he broke his vow. If he broke off that commitment to God, he had made a commitment to God from his youth, from his birth. He took up a Nazarene vow. Go back and read those in Numbers, I believe, chapter 6. It goes into detail about the Nazarene vow. And so the Bible says they were not to cut, these men were not to cut their hair. They were not to uh, drink wine and eat certain foods. And they had to live a consecrated life, these men. And so his downfall or his, uh, his, uh, 
the lack of him being able to succeed and overcome was, uh, again, if he was to break that vow. And so naturally, Delilah would come around and he would uh, be tender to her and she would stroke him and, and try to woo him in because naturally the Philistines wanted to destroy him. Uh, she was a Philistine woman. He shouldn't have got caught up with her anyway. Amen. You got to be careful you get caught up with because it'll mess up your growth. Let me say that. Be careful who you get caught up with because it will mess up your growth. We'll come back to that in a minute. But, and so she was a Philistine woman, and really they shouldn't have really been dealing with them. And so the Bible says, and so he loved her, and, and, and he cared for her, and he really fell for her. He was in lust for her, if you please. And so uh, she would stroke him and say, where does this strength from? from? And one time he said, oh, if he was to tie me up with these, this, this type of uh, weeds, uh, and tie me up with these cords, and uh, he says, that's my weakness. And so she tied him up with these things. And the Philistines said, oh, Samson, Samson, the Philistines are coming. And when they came, he broke out and destroy them. Y'all remember reading them. And again, it happened again. And so another thing and said, well, if you do this or do that, uh, and, and when, I, when this happens, my, my strength will be left me, will leave me. And so I believe it was three times that it happened and every time that the Philistines were destroyed because he did not break that vow quite yet. But the Bible says, and so why you, uh, Delilah kept pushing and kept pushing and kept languishing. Her name is Languish, to languish, uh, uh, languishing. In other words, continue to pester him and, and the process of becoming weak and deterioration. Constantly beating upon him. Constantly beating upon him. The devil would constantly beat upon you to do what? To make you weaker. And just like any vegetation, just like any plant, just like any tree, enough beating upon it, it can eventually give up and give in. Brothers, we can't do that today, man. How gross is today? And so naturally he gave, eventually gave me and he says, you know what the cause is? I took up a vow before God not to cut my hair. And when he gave up that vow, he cut off his blessing. He told of, of the secret in which no doubt God had given to him. The secret strength that, where he got his secret of his strength came from this vow as unto the Lord. And so naturally she wooed him to sleep and put him to sleep. Church of the day, again, the enemy would try to rock us to sleep. Let me say that today. He would try to rock us to sleep and so the Bible says he took the razors and shaved his head and the Bible says she woke him up and said hey Samson the Philistines are coming the Philistines are coming and the Bible says that he said to her he got up and said I did it once I'll do it again I will destroy the Philistines but the Bible says God had departed from Samson he had been cut off and so naturally he had grew weary and the Samsons took him and captured him and naturally put him into slavery and made a mockery of Samson. The Bible says they put his eyes out as well. Amen. He wants to destroy his brothers and sisters today. But we cannot be that way. Amen. But I like the story doesn't end that way. The Bible says, but Samson's hair grew back. Amen. It grew back. How grows it? We encourage you today to grow back. Amen. Grow back. Good to see you in the house of the Lord, Sister Glenda. Amen. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. See, you, you moved away on us, but amen. We're glad to see you today. But grow back. Grow back. Amen. Those that have walked away, grow back. Come on back. Grow back in God. Let us grow back if you deteriorated or whatever the case may be. It can grow back. Amen. Your relationship, as long as we have breath in our body, as long as the sun is still shining, amen, we can grow back. I was looking at just about growth in itself. One of the keys to growth, one of the keys to growth is some dirt and some water and some light. Some dirt, some water, and some light. Say, preacher, I'm in dirt right now. Well, that's, that's great. Amen. <laughs> that's a good place to grow. We can grow from our mistakes. I mean, say that. 
We can grow from the dirt. You can grow from the waste and manure. You can even throw that in there too. My life stinks, preacher. It's a dunghill right now. Let it be fertilizer. We can grow from it. Amen. Take it in the mess and all the junk and begin to throw it to the ground and say, you know what, God, take me where I am and begin to, it can use that as a growing, a launching pad as we used a few years ago, a launching pad, a place where I can grow and learn from this and get stronger in Almighty God. Amen. And so Samson's hair grew back. And as his hair grew back, his strength grew back. Let us draw closer to God. We living in a day where we cannot draw away from God. We've got to grow closer to him. Grow closer to the Lord our God. Let's pray. No doubt let our prayers grow. Let our devotion and our Bible reading grow. Let us grow as men and women in God. Let our commitment and let this we believe in God that, that, that these things will come to pass. Make that our prayer today. Let us grow back. Amen. We can bounce back from the things that have transpired. Samson bounced back. Amen. And so I thought about Delilah. I kind of skipped over a little bit here. But Delilah, Delilah, Delilah. <laughs> Don't listen to Delilah, Delilah, Delilah. Amen. Because Delilah will grow. How many know that? Lies will grow in your head. Lies will grow and grow and grow. Lies will grow if we continue to entertain them. Samson entertained the lies of this woman. He entertained the lies of the enemy. Again, uh, again, is uh, again, we look at all of this and don't even, we cannot lie to ourselves as well. Say, you know what, I'm okay where I am. We have many will lie to themselves and look in the mirror and say, I'm okay, I look good, but ugly on the inside. Smiling, but not happy on the inside. I look healthy, but I'm in pain. I look healthy, but I'm in pain. Church of the day. And so we cannot lie to ourselves. I'm saying I'm strong, but really I'm really weak. Intelligent, but I'm really making some foolish decisions. I'm friendly, but I really don't have friends. I'm guarded, but I'm vulnerable at the same time. I don't need anybody, but I'm crying for help. Many times people do. I'm not selfish, but I need attention. Again, I'm always right. Again, I'm I'm all I'm all right, but everything is all wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so these lies of the enemy. Again, we would he would try to deceive us and tell us it's all right when it's not all right. And so naturally it was not all right because again he listened to the lies of the enemy. But church of the day we have to defuse those lies and say, you know what? I'm gonna get to God. I gotta get back to God. I've got to get back to God. I've got to get to the truth of Almighty God. Let's move on. The Bible talks about here. So we want to be in Christ. We want to be in God. We want to be where he is. And so um, uh, we want to return back to God as well. I'll give you another example. He, uh, Hosea, Hosea 1 through 9, 14, 1 through 9. Hosea 14, 1 through 9, returning back to God. Amen. Growing back to God. Growing back to God. Israel, he says, oh, Israel, 14.1, Hosea 14.1. He said, oh, Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen by iniquity. He says, take thy word with thy words and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, take away all the iniquities and receive us graciously. 
uh, uh, the Bible says in verse, the rest of the verse, he says, so we rendered uh, the calves of our lips. He says, assure uh, shall not save us. We will not ride upon horses, neither will we say any more to the work of our hands. You're, ye are our gods, for the, in thee the fatherless findeth mercy. And so they say, you know, we're going to put away these strange gods. We've got to grow back, go back to almighty God. The Bible says, I will heal the backsliding. He said, I will heal the backsliding. So God is willing to heal. If you turned around, uh, turn back to God. Amen. Turn back to God. Uh, I, I was reminded of how uh, flowers and various things. I did a science project years ago. And uh, uh, we did a bean. How do the beans grow? Beans grow quick. You need a science project. Do a bean project. How's that? And, and them things grow quick. And so uh, you take these beans. And we had to put one. I took some sand. Uh, how does it grow in sand? I had a little cup and put sand in this one. Then I had one with dirt. Then I had one in strictly water. Because I needed something quick because I was a procrastinator. And the grave was due. She gave us a whole Christmas break to get this thing in order. But I didn't do it. Hey, man. So I said, I need a quick project. And so I got these beans. I'm like, I think my daughter got that. <laughs> Me and my daughter got a lot of stories, don't we? Hey, Amen. Of quick projects. <laughs> That's when she was a kid. Girl, what you been doing? You got to do this project, and she would come up with something. Girl, you can't do that. You're going to get last place in the in the science contest. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, so with these, 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 these seeds, we grew them. And, and so she said, you got you to gotta come up with different uh, uh, scenarios. You can't just have it. I said, I'm going to put one by the sun, one in the, in, in the partial light, and one in the closet, whatever case may be. And naturally, we learned from that that naturally the, the one by the window grew the fastest. It grew the fastest because it was near the sun. It was near the source. The other one didn't grow as fast. And, and really, the, the, the materials make a difference as well, different, different experiments with them. And the one in the closet, however, it grew very little. And as you, but if it would have stayed, uh, again, uh, it, it, it tried to make its way to the crack. It tries to make its way to where it can see any glimmer of light. And many times you see plants, they grow up. Why? Because they want to get closer to the light. They want to come up out of the ground. Why? Because they want to get to the light. And that was really part of an experiment. If you do it, again, you'll see how it weaves its way trying to find some light. And so naturally back to our text here, the Bible says the backslide, he says, come on back, turn. He said, I will turn my anger from thee. I will, I will, uh, he says, as the do in Israel, he says, and he shall grow as the lily. He says, he can grow back as the lilies, Israel. And church, we can grow back again. Believer in Christ, you can grow back. Those that are away from God, you can grow back. Sinner, if you're not saved, you can grow in Almighty God. Growing for the better today. The Bible says his branches shall spread. He says, he will grow as a lily and cast forth his roots as Lebanon. Get back to Lebanon in a minute. The Bible says in the branches and shall spread. Her beauty shall be as an olive tree. You look at olive trees, they grow and they're strong and they, they live for many, many years. Strong trees. He says they shall be as, and they have the smell as Lebanon. Lebanon again, you go back to cedars in a minute. The Bible says, and they that dwell in the sh and his shadow shall return. They shall revive as corn and shall grow vine and the scent thereof and the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall 
say in verse 8, uh, what have I to do anymore with idols? He said, why am I messing with these idols? Why am I doing things that are not uh, pleasing to the Lord? Why am I doing things that cannot help me? And so the Bible says, I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fern, another type of pine tree, uh, one of those evergreens. From me uh, is thy fruit found. Uh, who is wise and who shall understand these things? Prudent, uh, shall, he shall know them. For the ways of the Lord are right and shall walk in them. He says the transgression shall fall therein. So he showed us two different ways. One, we get to God, we'll grow. We get to God, get closer to God, growing in God. If we don't, we will fall into transgression. But back to my text in Psalm. I'm going to get you folks home this morning. The Bible says the righteous shall flourish. The righteous shall flourish. God, help us do right. Help me think right. Help me live right. God, help me. God, let me walk right. Think right. Do the things that are pleasing unto you in Psalm 92, 12. He says, Lord, as the righteous shall flourish as the palm tree. Go down south, go to the beach, you'll see the palm trees. They flourish in season after season. Winter, summer, and fall. You can go down to Florida, they'll be flourishing. Why? Because again, they're made. They're planted by the waters. The Bible says in Psalm 1, blesses the man that again, that walking down and counsel on God and don't sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the Lord and he doth meditate on it day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. Y'all know that verse. Uh, and his leaves shall not wither, brothers and sisters. How grows it today? Church of the day, we want to be planted by the river. That water that never ceases. That one that supplies every need, brothers and sisters. Let us grow in almighty God today. Let us get to the nourisher of our soul. The Bible says in verse 13, uh, he says, and, and those that be planted, back to Psalms 92, 13, those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. Naturally, again, here in physically in church, but being in the body of Christ even as well. Being planted in God. Uh, letting God be your firm foundation. Letting God be your source of life. Planted in the courts of God, and they shall bring forth fruit in old age as well. Amen. When you're planted in God, you can grow old. That olive trees we covered, some grow for hundreds of years, hundreds and thousands of years. They're still there. Trees that live for long periods of time, they should be like olive trees. And naturally, uh, again, in some, uh, go back and study about olive trees, some bring forth fruit right away, some take a long time to bring forth fruit. But in it all, they're planted. The Bible says, and they shall flourish and shall be fat and flourishing. They shall show the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Let's move on a little further. So back to these cedars, these cedars I was telling you about. The cedars of Lebanon. Let me get you folks home. The cedars of Lebanon. It's a, a country, as you know, and if you go look at their flag, they have a cedar tree on their flag. A cedar tree on the flags of Lebanon. Lebanon was, uh, uh, again, uh, those cedars are a representation of power uh, and strength. Power and strength and wealth. Cedar is a valuable piece of wood for all you woodworking folks out there. They smell good as well. They have a distinct smell. You can tell that they, uh, we used to have this cabinet made out of cedar. Remember that old cabinet I got from the, from the barracks at time? They were getting rid of the barracks one time, cleaning them out. And I said, y'all going to throw that cabinet away? I said, yeah, we're going to throw it away. I said, I'll take it. We took it and we had it for a long time. 
And we open up that door. Remember that smell? It was a cedar smell, strong as all get out. Strong, the scent of it, the fragrance of cedar. And it was a beautiful smell. And you think about the cedar is considered wealth. Uh, they grow 130 feet into the air, a 10 to 12 story building. Uh, again, think about it, eight feet wide, these cedar trees. Uh, and they use them to build and they would go to these countries to get this wood. Uh, and, and Lebanon was blessed because of the wealth that these trees brought. Uh, and you know what? He says, we shall be like the cedars of Lebanon. Talking about the children of God. The children of God, he says, as we grow in righteousness, we grow in Christ, growing and maturing in Almighty God, we shall be like the seeds of Lebanon. We grow rich in God. We grow fat in God. We grow better in God. How many gonna do that today? Let us wax strong and grow in Almighty God. Growing in Christ, in Isaiah, the Bible says, we want to grow out of his seed. We want to grow out of his planting. The Bible says he gave a prophecy about Jesus coming out of the seed of David, which eventually came out of uh, Abraham. We all want the blessings of Abraham, right? We all are part of the blessings of Abraham. The Bible says we have been engrafted into the family of God. We have been engrafted into and adopted into this blessing as if you serve the living God. Come on. The Bible says, and he said, he said, bring forth rods out of the stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel, the might and spirit of knowledge and, and the fear of the Lord. And so out of this branch is a lot of things if we connect to the source, power, strength, wisdom from almighty God from the things of heaven above church today and we can be engrafted into this blessing to be friends of almighty God and this last piece I want to give you is Ephesians 4 11 Ephesians 4 11 the Bible says and how to grow to grow in almighty God how do we grow how grows it we need to be in the house of the Lord you need to be in the Bible you need to pray you need to seek God's face we all can do that. We can all grow. And the Bible says God has given us things. The Bible says he gave us apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the ministry, for the edifying of the body. And naturally sometimes the edifying of the body don't always feel good. But the Bible talks about the pruning process, to cut away things that, 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 that are harmful to us. I share with you many times we deal with this subject uh, in our backyard back at home. My father's in house, um, you have this uh, pear tree, right? A pear tree. Pear tree, and, and there in the backyard, he uh, uh, he said this year, well, it had so many on it, I should say. He was telling me the, the back story. It had so many pears hanging down to the ground. He said, take as many as you can. Take as many as you can off this tree. He said the year before, it what didn't have, the season before didn't have much. He said, I had to cut back the limbs, and he said, when I cut back the limbs, it grew more. It grew more. Y'all have heard it before, pruning. When you prune that thing back, when you cut away the dead leaves, you take away the deadness, take away the dead branches that are not growing. Get rid of the things that are causing us not to be fruitful. Get rid of the things that will harm growth in our lives. And so naturally, because God wants us to be fruitful, in our lives, some 30-fold, some 100-fold, some 60-fold, whatever the case may be, let us grow in Christ, amen. The fruits of righteousness, the Bible says not the fruits and the works of darkness, but the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, 
long-suffering, temperance, meekness, and goodness, on and on and on, the, the right fruits. He said, cast away or put away the unfruitful works of darkness. Put away the things that will hinder, again, us growing closer to God. Sin is a work of darkness. Unbelief is a work of darkness. Things, are, again, that are, that are stagnant or whatever the case may be, let us not be this way, but we want to grow and be more like him today. Let this be our prayer today. And so he says he's giving these things wide, the cutting away, the growth, the feeding of the word to do what? To perfect us and make us better. Let's move on. The Bible says to verse 13, till we come to unity in fame and the knowledge of the son unto a perfect man in the measurement of the stature of the fullness of Christ. He says that henceforth, we henceforth uh, be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men and kindness. He says, and so he says the key and growing again and one of the, the benefits of being growing in God is that we won't be tossed to and fro we won't be tossed here and there uh, fixed in almighty God stable in God so when the winds blow you're fixed in God it's key to grow the Bible says those smaller plants they're easily plucked up they're easily uh, uh, pulled away they're easily uh, 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 sucked away and they die easily because their roots are not deep because uh, again they're not stable or they have not been planted on firm foundation or good soil. Brothers, that you're in a good place where some soil is here today. The goodness of God's word to be planted in it that we can grow into the fullness of Christ. That we won't be tossed when the enemy comes. We won't be tossed by the lie of Delilah. Amen. You won't be tossed by the lies of the enemy. We won't be tossed and easily dissuaded but let us be in him. And verse 15 is what I want to get you to. The Bible says, speaking in truth and love, he's that we may grow unto him in all things. We can grow in him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Uh, it's Ephesians 4, 15. He said, let us grow in Christ, to grow in him. How grows it today? We want to grow in him. Jesus gave us this last parable. Come on up. He said he gave a parable. He said the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sows seeds in the field. Kind of touched on a little bit here. Sowing seeds. There are many seeds, no doubt. The seed of the gospel is being sown. The good news of Jesus Christ being sown into your life. The word of God. And knowing about Christ, the resurrected Savior. Amen. The word of God, teaching of the word, preaching of the word. Let these seeds be sown in your heart. The Bible says he sowed seeds all throughout the land. The Bible says, but while, uh, while men slept, the enemy came. And after all these different souls, uh, some among the wheat and went away. He said, and the blades which were sprung up, he brought forth fruit. He said, and also tears appeared. And he gave, I jumped down to this piece here, but there was an illustration where God talked about the kingdom of heaven. All these seeds are spread. The, the word of God spread throughout every, every man, woman, boy, girl. Some fall on good ground, some fall on stony ground. And some, no doubt, fall by the wayside. He began to share these things with us and how to, again, those that fell on good ground, you're in the right place. We have the right God. No doubt today, and God is a good God to us. He won't do you wrong. Amen. In church, we need to draw closer to him. The Bible says, and they will grow and they will be fruitful and they will multiply on good ground. He says some grew on stony ground as well. And it didn't grow the seed couldn't really penetrate. The, the, the roots couldn't really go down deep. 
So when the winds came or when the fires came through or whatever the case may be, it was easily plucked up. And you know how you go ahead and pluck up these weeds out front? You pull them up so easily, Jane. Why? Because it's not deep into the ground. And church, he began to give this illustration about how mankind is. And naturally, some just did away with it, fell by the wayside. The Bible says, but these things sprung up. And even as it springs up and as you grow, there will also be tares and weeds that grow along with it. You say, planting a nice batch of flowers out here. The lady's planting. Yeah, you got you to gotta keep that garden clean. Because things will grow along with that. And as we open up before this morning, we said we cannot grow weary. We cannot grow colder. We cannot grow worse or bitter because these things will grow along with it. And you must tend to your garden. You say, you know, let me get this out. Let me pull this out. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Because if not, it will choke me away. The Bible says many are choked by these things. Let's get back to it. The Bible says, and he said to them, he said to him, uh, these things, uh, uh, they fall by the wayside. Some will grow up. And he says, and he says, his servant uh, said, this is the enemy. An enemy has done this. He's planted these seeds. And the enemy of our soul will plant things in our mind to try to choke away what God wants from your life. The Bible says, but he says, let us gather up the tares and the roots. So things that hinder the growth, things that hinder what God wants us to be, pluck it up by the root. Say, God, I need to get rid of this, God. Help me get rid of this because it's hindering my growth. Let me cut back the branches that are dying. Let me cut away the things that stop me from growing. The Bible says these things grow up. The enemy will plant these things along with them. He said, nay, at least they gather the tares and ye root the wheat. Number 30 says, let them both grow together in harvest. And he says, you can't do some th certain things about certain issues. He said, but in the end of the day, God in one day will get rid of the enemy. He said, on that great day of harvest, there's a harvest coming one day. The harvest referring to, referring to the end time when Jesus' Bible says he would come and take his church home. One day, that great resurrection, again, when Christ will take and the kingdom of God, no doubt, will all we will be united with Christ. He says, all, no doubt, will be gathered together. And the Bible says in time of harvest, say to the reaper, gather the first tares and bind them and bundle them up. He says all the things, all the weeds that are intertwined in that, he says he's going to bind them up and throw them away. He says he was going to cast them into the fire and burn them. Another prophet, parable, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed his field, which indeed at least all seeds. When it's grown, he says the greatest among them. So the seed of faith as well. But these things that we're talking about here today, growth, 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 growth in Almighty God, growing closer to God. And as you grow, grow higher. Things will happen. Things go our way, come our way. But be like that cedar tree. Be like that bay tree by the river. The wind, the winds, and waves blow. Be like the one that's tapped into the source of Almighty God. That when he does come, he'll find us standing. He'll find you flourishing. He'll find you. Again, strong in the Lord. Let us grow higher. Amen. As we bow our heads in reverence to God today as I finish. How grows it today? He said the righteous shall flourish like the palm, like the cedars of Lebanon. Church of the day, it's God's desire for us to grow in him. To grow, let that seed of Christ grow in us. To grow higher in him. Don't be like the weeds today. If, you, if you're not uh, what God wants you to be, the Bible compares you to these tears here, lost, that eventually have to perish. 
And so today, my friend, I, I encourage you to no longer uh, uh, be that way, but come to Christ. Let the seed of Christ be planted in your heart. Let Jesus be that seed, that righteous seed. Let him save you. Let him deliver you. Let him be your God. Let him be your king. Let him put a new thing in you to where you can grow and be more like him. Not to grow away from God, but to draw nearer. Because again, here today, he gives an everlasting life. Let that seed grow and be germinated and begin to flourish in your soul. And it comes through what we call salvation. Salvation. Believing what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Believing the Son of God came to this earth, planted here. The souls of men and women could be saved. In church today, he gave his life on that cross. He died and shed his blood that we could be saved. That we can be saved in innocent blood. Give him your life today if you don't know him. If you don't know him today, ask him for forgiveness. Ask him to wash away all your sins. And he's faithful and just to do that. My friend, and for the believer today, for the believer, let's grow higher. Through his spirit, through his power, his might, his word. How grows he today? And church, let's find a place to pray today. Let's seek the Lord's face. Let's call on that wonderful name of Jesus. Say, God, I want my roots to get deeper. Go deeper, deeper, deeper in the love of God. Deeper, closer to you. Higher, higher in this school of wisdom. More of your grace to know. More and more like you, God. Higher, better, stronger, wiser. God, that my leaves won't uh, perish. That they will not wither away. God, we pray today. Let that be your prayer. How grows and let us grow as a church. We believe in God for growth in this church in this year and years beyond. Let's grow stronger as believers. Stronger. You say, I've grown backwards. Grow back again. You can grow back again. Come on back. Do it again. Say, I've let God down like Samson. It's all right. Come on back. God can clean it up and make it right. Your hair can grow back. Your faith can grow back. Your walk with God can grow back again. Come back, come back. Grow back. It'll grow back. It'll grow back. Just like a bad haircut, they say. It'll grow back. Amen. It'll come back. Let it come back today. Amen. And God is a good God. He wants you to come back. To him, how it grows this day. Come on, sing out to the Lord.
about it. Goes back to the dirt. But then it grows back. Something new. Church of the day, you think about it. Out of the dust, out of the dirt, God is able to make something beautiful. Amen. Out of a whole wretched man and woman that we were, God is able to turn and make it beautiful. Amen. And to grow in it, to grow in God and be strong in the Lord our God. Come out of the dirt, come out of the mess. Come out and let the seed of Christ grow in you to be the men and women you have us to be. Amen, amen, amen. This time we're going to receive an offering this unto the Lord this day. Thank God for the opportunity to give unto him. Amen. We don't have it on the screen here, but we want to uh, give you some ways to give. Ways to give this morning. Again, is unto the Lord uh, through tithing and offering. Again, we know, again, to support the work of God here. It's important. It's important. That's how you get your blessing as well. So I haven't grown that far yet. We're having to grow. Amen. I, I guarantee you, again, your account will grow as well as you give to God. God's mathematics don't work like man's does. When we give to him, again, in the day, he's able to turn it back many times multiple folds because we've sown into his kingdom. We've sown into the things of God. And so we encourage you to give. Uh, we have various ways to give through our website at www.myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn, New York. And also through our um, through our uh, text to give as well, 347-229-9933. And give that way. And also you can give. You can give how? You can give through... Uh, Zelle, Zelle, there it is. Zelle, at, uh, how do, what's the contract with Zelle? If you have banking, you folks who are fancy with online banking on your apps and all these different things, you get, uh, type in the church email as through Zelle, and you can give that way. And really, I like that way because it cuts out the middleman. Amen. It cuts him out to where, again, the fees and various things. Because say if you give $100, the church gets charged like 5 bucks again, through these, through these ways. But through Zelle, it's free. So we encourage you to do it just that way as well. And the old-fashioned way through this basket here, amen, as we come and bring unto the Lord our God today, let us bless the Lord, amen, our God, amen, and give unto the Lord our God. Amen. As we stand to our feet, as we are uh, prepared to give unto the Lord, play something for us, amen. Truly, 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 we serve a good God that is able to give unto thee, amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. I pray for those watching online as well. Bless you, I pray. We'll see you this evening at 6 p.m.